Welcome to Marvel Studios News. My name is Sean Gerber. In a moment, I'll be joined by my co-host, Paul Herman, for episode 98 of our show. It's our Venom spoiler review. But before we get into it, I have to give a big thank you to Liam Heslin and Robert. They are the latest patrons over at patreon.com slash Marvel Studios News, which means they have access to exclusive content from our podcast that is not available anywhere else. We have several tiers available on our Patreon that give you exclusive content from Patreon credit scenes where we just add on an additional conversation for each of our main episodes here. So for this week, we're going to be talking about Chris Evans' retirement tweet for Captain America, as well as James Gunn signing on to write and then possibly direct Suicide Squad for Warner Brothers and DC. There are two weekly Q&A shows. There's a daily podcast. There's a monthly show. There's or a couple of different monthly shows, including our Marvel Unlimited Book Club. So for last month, leading into Venom, we discussed Venom Lethal Protector. So we have all of those exclusives available at patreon.com slash Marvel Studios News. And if you do sign up for the exclusive content, you'll get your own private RSS link that you can put into a podcatcher like Apple Podcasts. So you can get all of our content in one place. You don't have to go multiple places to get the main show and your Patreon exclusives. So I hope you check that out, as well as our website, marvelstudiosnews.com, our Facebook at Marvel Studios News, same thing for Instagram, and on Twitter, you can find us at Marvel Newscast. So now let's go ahead and get on with our spoiler review of Venom. All right, Paul, you ready to talk about Venom? Venom, 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 Venom. Yes, I'm ready. This and is that beautiful song. This is the Venom title track review podcast. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks so bad. Oh no! <laughs> All doers. I mean, credit to Eminem as we were talking about off air there, Paul. Like yes. he took their money. And he showed them what a turd in the wind really looks like. I mean, or at least sounds like. (laughs) Damn. Wow. Wow. I know it's tough because LL Cool J laid down the gauntlet years ago with Deep Blue Sea, and nobody's been able to match it since. But damn, Eminem just straight up failed on that one. Yeah, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't my favorite track that I've heard from a song. Um, it was kind of as we were leaving the theater, I w- my my wife kind of said to me, "Is that Eminem?" And I went, "Yeah." And she said, "This is awful." And I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty bad. Like it's it's this like we even talked about before the show. It doesn't even sound like he even tried that hard. He just no. kind of went, okay. <laughs> no, he took the money, and I'm not I'm not hating him for it." I'm I'm not hating him for it. There's not an honest effort in that song. I'm sorry. But you know what? There's not a whole lot of honest effort in this movie. So oh, fair is fair is fair. Oh, uh, yeah, we're going to get into it. You can tell yes. I'm not going to be kind. This movie doesn't deserve kindness. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I got to get a disclaimer out of the way, if I may, Paul, if I may. Okay. Yes, of course. Of course. Because this comes up every now and again with me because I run a Marvel <laughs> site and I host a Marvel <laughs> Studios show that anytime I'm critical of a movie that's not from Marvel Studios, it's, oh, Sean, just, he's just an MCU shill. Of course you didn't like the movie. <laughs> and it's it came up a couple times last week as I was giving my reactions to Venom and also talking about the negative reception that the film received, at least critically anyway. And factually, that take on me is incorrect. It just is. 
I like a lot of superhero movies, including ones that are not MCU based. If you just go back within this year and last year, pretty sure. Correct me if I'm wrong, Paul. Yes. Pretty sure, though. Pretty sure okay. that Deadpool two, Wonder Woman, Logan, yeah. and even yeah. Justice League, which I was sort of nice to, probably nicer than it deserved, uh, mm. but all of those got not obviously Justice League wasn't as positive as those other three, uh, sure. but all got positive reviews from me. Are those mm-hmm. in the MCU? No. Okay. All right. I was just checking. I was just checking. <laughs> far, last time I checked, unless unless Disney bought them too. I don't yeah, know. I, I had to get that out of the way for the malcontents who just swear that I'm only here to give praise to the MCU and just crap on everything else. I don't crap on you. Sony does. <laughs> wow. This movie is straight up bad. And not the so bad it's good variety that it's getting credit for. I'm not with that take at all. I was bored through most of this movie. That's not to say it doesn't have a single moment that's entertaining. It's got a couple. But by and large, this is a bad movie. And I don't like throwing around the word lazy when it comes to filmmaking. Because there are a lot of people, I'm very sure. The crew on this movie, I'll bet they work their asses off. Because they have to work their asses off no matter what they're making. Making movies, TV, making content, it's hard work. So I'm not going to take that away from anybody. But the story in this film, half-assed. The direction in this film, pretty half-assed. So from some of the key players when it comes to this movie... I'm not seeing the effort. I know everybody underneath them was probably working very, very hard. But up at the top, I don't see a lot of effort in this movie. The story makes... I mean, there's not much in this movie that makes any even, even the slightest bit of sense. It doesn't hold up to an ounce of scrutiny. This movie doesn't even know what it wants to be. Tom Hardy, I actually think, might have had a good idea for how to do this movie. The problem is nobody else recognized that and made the right movie around him. Everything else is a bad version of paint-by-numbers, late 90s, early 2000s superhero slop. It's so bad. This movie doesn't deserve a pass. I appreciate that it's made a lot of money. Plenty of bad movies have made a lot of money. That's not going to say, that's not a way of saying, oh, this movie's really, really great because it made a lot of money. We all know the Transformers franchise survived on big money with bad movies. So I'm not going to go ahead and just say, oh, because it made money, that means there must be something there. No, there's not anything here. It's bad. And if you like the movie, and you're still listening to this podcast, (laughs) if you like the movie, I'm not going to try to take that away from you. You like the movie. I can't talk you into not liking the movie, nor would I try. But in this episode, on this show, as is my job to do, I have to share my opinion, my take on the movie. I'm, of course, not speaking for you. I'm not saying that every choice you've made in life is wrong, other than a decision to see Venom a second time. But if you, and of course, if you made that decision, it's not wrong if you really wanted to see it a second time. But... I'm not trying to take it away from anybody. If you like the movie, treasure it forever. Clutch it like your pearls. I don't care. It's fine. You can like everybody is welcome to like this movie as much as they want. I didn't like this movie at all. And I feel like we all deserve better for the time and money we spend on these movies. That that is actually really well said, Sean. And I know a lot of people. I've been I've been I've been hiding my reaction for the most part. I think most people can kind of figure out what, what I think about this movie right now. 
And for me, this movie, I got to say straight up, this is not a good movie. I want to make that very clear. This is not, this is no way, shape or form a good movie. It, it, no matter which way you look at it, it's not. And I knew that going into the theater, it was not going to be a good movie. But, you know, for me, and I, and I, we talked about this in the show before, Sean, is I wanted to enjoy it, even if it was so over the top that I, I liked it. I, I, people saw on my Twitter um, the last week that I, I, wanted, to, I wanted to watch uh, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance and the new Fantastic, or the, the last Fantastic Four movie with Josh Trank. And the reason I want to rewatch those movies is because both of those movies I enjoyed that other pe- most people did not. And I just, you know, coming out of, of Venom, I wanted to make sure I was in the right frame of mind before I did the review because I want to see what what I'm going to compare it to. And to be honest, Venom falls in line with those films for me. I will never say Fantastic Four is a little bit different, but it's in the same kind of vein. It's I think that movie tried to be good, and I thought half the movie was good. And then after rewatching it, Sean did not hold up. The second half did not hold up, hold up as well as, as the first time. But I still enjoyed it. Shocking, but anyway. But but, but anyway, but yes. But I, I but, but for the for, to be fair, I still liked it. I still will probably rewatch it from time to time. All right. Spirit fair of Vengeance enough. is to me. Venom reminds me a lot of Spirit of Vengeance. It's so over the top, ridiculous, and you can't help but for me in that movie to love so many different ridiculous things in it. And. Okay, so, so for, I was I was on the opposite side of you with Spirit of Vengeance, right? That, that's correct. That is Spirit true. of Vengeance, better than Venom, because Spirit of Vengeance at least has a better sense of what it is, and yeah, there is a lot. The over the top is a lot farther over the top on Spirit yes. of Vengeance than it is in yes. Venom, which I think is what you need to do if you're trying to get into that so bad it's good kind of space i spirit of vengeance is a much better approach to that i think than venom because spirit of vengeance may have been bad but i wasn't bored like i was bored watching venom but anyway carry on yeah so when and i i would say i probably enjoyed them equally but i have a little bit more of emotional tie with this movie because of, of the venom character now i'm with you this movie was not it was not – I feel like they, they should have put a little bit more in the budget to have Venom in the movie a little bit more. And I agree with most people's major complaint is that this movie took way too long to get Venom in it in the first place. Because and it's like, only interesting when Venom is in it. Yes, and I would agree with that. Now, I will argue, though, that Tom Hardy is fascinating to watch in this movie. And that and that was the one thing I kept seeing in the reviews, and that's the one thing that I – have to admit that I loved. Like I, I mean, um, I think oh it gosh. was fascinating once he got the symbiote. But really? before I thought he that, was still, yeah. Okay, I thought he was. Here's fine. how fascinating Eddie Brock is uh, in the first half of this movie. We have to save the homeless. They're being murdered. You're fired, Eddie. Well, shit. I guess I'll go wash dishes. That's <laughs> Eddie Brock in the first half of Venom. There's no there's nothing who, who is this guy? What does he even care about? There's no character here. And he lives in a world where he very clearly has like a run and gun video show for this channel, but 
This movie is so stuck in the late 90s or early 2000s that it pretends YouTube doesn't exist. It pretends social media doesn't exist. Like Eddie Brock doesn't have a thousand other options, to, a thousand other outlets that he can use to get this message across and even go work for it and make money at that this guy has to be out of a job to the point where he's circling dishwasher ads in the newspaper is just ridiculous and not in a good way. It's just mm-hmm. we're lazy. We needed to show that Eddie was a loser because our symbiote is going to have an arc where, guess what? He's a loser, too. That's what we're going to do. So we're just going to go ahead. This is all so completely, or not completely, this is all so half-baked. Yeah. See, and for me, I just went with it. And I, I can understand. Why? Because I don't know. We have I just... better things now. <laughs> You're right. But at the same time, for me, again, for me, Sean, I knew it was, I just, I just accepted it. And I, I I understand your your criticism your criticism of it, and I I totally it is bad. But for me, I just went with it, and I'm like, okay, like they have to. I don't know. I to me, I just I knew they had to get to the, the symbiote, and that's all I cared about. So I just I knew it was a means to an end. And I will say, I was a little surprised um, that the symbiote said that he's a loser too. Like that was kind of alarming to me a little bit. I kind of like the relationship was. It was it was very much like what I expected it would be, but you know, from the comic perspective, again, and I haven't read com- the Venom more recent Venom series. But Venom, even though he's a loser, wanted to do the exact same thing Riot wanted to do. Right. Yeah. And yeah. then see, changed yeah. his mind because apparently he was he actually was a loser. Yeah. See, and that I will say again, not great, but when. When Tom Hardy gets a symbiote, and even before he actually becomes Venom, but he has it in him and, sure. and all that stuff, I was, I was, I started getting happy, and I will say, like, it was getting tiresome right before he got or he, um, well, Doctor Secretary, uh, Doctor Receptionist, <laughs> Doctor yeah, Receptionist sorry. Jenny Slate, <laughs> here to let you here to be an advanced bio, you know, space biologist, but also there to let you know what time you're when it's time to get ready for your interview. Why? Uh, because we have to give her another line, and we can't think of a sciencey thing for him to say for her to say. Oh, and by the way, all scientists are the same. So you could be a biologist or a rocket scientist. You're going to be in the same room. You're going to be in all those rooms, no matter what. Do you have a white coat on? Cool, you're in, kid. Anyway, including I, I the idiot to... reading abort rocket missions for dummies, like as he's trying to abort the rocket launch in front oh, of Carlton. Wow, Drake. what is wow. that? Well, sorry, my dog, my dog's barking. Oh. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Well, your dog, I think your dog agrees with me. Yeah, I think, I think Bean does. Do Bean, do you agree? No, she doesn't. <laughs> All right. Um, but it's funny. People, if Dr. Uh, receptionist was something that Sean texted me the other day and I could not stop laughing. That was pretty funny. Um, but no, up until then, it was getting a little tiresome and I'm like, okay, let's, let's get to the point. And I will say that to me was the weakest part of the movie was just getting that, you know, again, we're, again, they're trying to show us Eddie Brock is a loser. He's not. And again, I, that's why I went with it. I knew where they were trying to go. I just wanted to get there. Cause that's all, that's what I came to see. I bought, you know, popcorn and, and I went to one of those dining theaters and I want a burger and fries and I wanted to see Venom on screen because that's what I was excited to see. Even though I didn't have the white spider, I just wanted to see Venom in action. Well, if I had a and, burger and fries, I probably would have enjoyed it more, too. It was actually very good. I, <laughs> I, I, I love dining theaters. People see me on Twitter talking about it a bunch, but I do. I love them. Anyway, I I went in and it went, once he became once he got the symbiote and how and I loved how Tom Hardy acted. I, I really it, it worked for me. And. There is a sense of irony in that. I have to admit that. I'm not going to say that it's like I took it 100% serious because I didn't. But at the same time, 
I bought into everything, and I really ended up having a really good time with it. I thought once Eddie Brock got the symbiote, it became enjoyable for me. Again, it's not a good movie. I want to make that very clear. But I agree with a lot of people's reviews that, yeah, this movie sucks, or it's not very good, but you know what? It's entertaining. And I think that's the thing for me is that, again, I get the entertainment value out of it because I know the character really well, and I, and I love the character Venom. I mean, when I grew up, uh, you know, I remember getting the um, my brother showing me a picture of Venom when I was in kindergarten or whatever. I was really young. And this is about the time he first appeared on, on in the comic books. And I was always I was always aware of the Black Spider-Man costume. I, I, I had the cost the comic where he became uh, the Black Spider-Man costume. Um, I had the Secret Wars action figure of Black Spider-Man. So I was a huge fan of Spider-Man in the black costume and seeing Venom's, you know, giant Spider-Man character with a mouth with this, you know, same black Spider-Man suit was a mesmerizing thing for me. So Venom's always been a very like, you know, uh, important character to me as a kid. Cause he was like the Mecca. He was like, to me, the coolest looking Spider-Man villain. And I've always loved Venom. And I know a lot of Spider-Man purists don't like Venom because he's too, he's too new. He's too recent. He's too ridiculous. He got way too popular. I get it. But for me, Venom will always be an important character for me collecting comics as a young, you know, young child and going into Venom. That's what I wanted to see. And I, and again, going back with the first 40 minutes, it's, it's not good. And I, and all the things you're saying are all valid and everything. But when Venom was on screen, I, I have investment into that character and that's where it was entertaining for me. And this is where it's, I'll be honest, Sean, I, I don't know how the general audience connected with it because obviously, it, well, we don't know for sure yet because yeah, opening weekend doesn't opening tell weekend you, the, yes, yeah, exactly. it doesn't tell you if the audience liked it. The second weekend tells we'll you tell if the audience yeah. liked it because that's yeah. going to be whether or not people, the people who, the people who saw it opening weekend typically, I mean, the only way you get news on an opening weekend in terms of what the audience thinks is you get the cinema score, which was a B plus, uh, which is sounds good. It's not that good. Batman v Superman. Venom was on screen. I I have investment into that character, and that's where it was entertaining for me. And this is where it's. I'll be honest, Sean. I, I don't know how the general audience connected with it because obviously, it, well, we don't know for sure yet. Because yeah, opening weekend doesn't opening tell weekend you. Yes, yeah, exactly. it doesn't tell you if the audience liked it. The second weekend tells we'll you tell if the audience yeah. liked it because that's yeah. going to be whether or not pe- the people who the people who saw it opening weekend typically. I mean, the only way you get news on an opening weekend in terms of what the audience thinks is you get the cinema score, which was a B plus, uh, which is sounds good. It's not that good. Batman v Superman, Green Lantern, they got B cinema scores. So a B getting falling out of the A range, not that it's not that great, but B plus obviously is a little bit better than getting a B cinema score. Um, and then what Venom didn't do is we didn't see that the movie fall off a cliff on Saturday and Sunday. It still held pretty well mm. for Saturday and Sunday. But the big test is you look at weekend number two. So I think anything, any drop in any drop that's maybe 63% or less is probably okay for Venom. You start getting farther than that, especially if it ends up being more than a 65% drop, then yeah, that's a pretty good indication that the audience maybe didn't dig it quite so much. Yeah, and and that's the thing. But I but here's where I'm going to say, at least in the theater that I was, and I was in a 21 and over theater. Okay, um, 
when I, so, you know, watching it, and I want to make this very clear. I did enjoy Venom. I enjoyed it way more than Sean did, people. And, but I am also going to acknowledge what Sean says because Sean's, I mean, to me, he's right that it's not, it's not a good movie at all. But again, my investment with the character is what paid off. And I thought the interactions between, or the, what, what Tom Hardy did with Eddie Brock and the Venom character was 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 so not, I wouldn't say it was 100 comic accurate, but it worked enough to me where it brought me back to be like, oh man, they this they're, they're actually doing Venom on the Look, screen. I, mean, I I loved Venom too as a kid, and and so certainly right. I was I'm happy to see Venom, and I was disappointed by Spider Man three, like a lot of us were, <laughs> of like oh crap, yes. we finally get Venom, and this is what we get, mm-hmm. and. Look, I don't think it's all fail with Venom. I mean, it still ultimately is a failing grade, uh, but that doesn't mean there was no potential here, as I was mentioning in my my opening rant. uh, (laughs) Tom Hardy is in the right movie. Yes, absolutely. Tom Hardy, especially once he gets the symbiote, even before Venom actually shows up, once he gets the symbiote and we have that back and forth of Venom being inside his head, Tom Hardy is doing the movie that I think was this movie's only chance to be somewhat legitimately good, which is B-movie horror comedy. And there is a self-awareness to Tom Hardy's performance at that point and for, through the end of the film that no one else in the movie has. Uh, and that's disappointing because I think if Tom Hardy was backed up, if the rest of the movie was as self-aware as Tom Hardy, the rest of the actors, if the script, the direction by Ruben Fleischer, uh, if all of that had the same self-awareness as Tom Hardy, this would have been a much, I think this would be a much, much, much better movie. Not saying it would go all the way to being an all-time great, but it could have at least been a solid and entertaining movie. But unfortunately, Tom Hardy is kind of on an island. (laughs) Yeah. He's stranded there. And it doesn't give me any pleasure to criticize Ruben Fleischer because I have to admit that I was wrong about Ruben Fleischer. I thought this guy would be able to do a terrific job with this movie. I was skeptical, as most were, when we found out that Sony was going to make a Venom movie without Spider-Man. But then Ruben Fleischer was hired, and you can go back to the superhero news show when Mark Hughes and I talked about that. I said, I like this guy. I really like Zombieland. That was a really fun movie. And Ruben Fleischer has been on the short list for comic book movies. He was on the short list for Guardians before it went to James Gunn. He was on the short list for Suicide Squad before it went to David Ayer and then James Gunn. <laughs> but then, like, he was there. He was kind of like the bridesmaid for a couple of big superhero movies. <laughs> and he finally got one. And so I was excited for him. And I thought he was a guy who could who could hand in something really great. And it's never one person's fault, even the director, so I'm not saying it's all on him, but it's there's got to be a good chunk of this that goes his way. And as I said, it's disappointing for me to say that because I feel like I was wrong about the guy and his potential as a director in this genre because he really didn't do a good job with this. So much of this movie feels lifeless uh, outside of Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy is given his all, and it may not all be good, but there's effort every single step of the way. There's risk every single step of the way. There's no risk being taken anywhere else in the film. And that's not to say these movies have to take risk, but there's no energy put into anything else in this film. Michelle Williams, Oof. wasted. Oof. Wasted. Riz Ahmed, Rough. wasted. You can't have these great actors. And this was the thing that I, I thought for a long time, the script for Venom, must be one of the most amazing scripts ever 
because <laughs> Michelle Williams is actually doing a comic book movie. She must have read something that was so awesome, and now I have no idea what she saw in this. No idea <laughs> whatsoever. Her character is garbage. There is nothing to her character. She's mad that Eddie that Eddie Brock looked at her emails. Yeah, is anybody going to ask her why she's so upset about the or why she thinks she's so sanctimonious or can be so self righteous about that? When oh, I don't know. She's defending a guy who's murdering homeless people. Oh, I don't work for him. I just work for the firm that works for him, and I'm fully aware that he's murdering homeless people, and I'm just helping him cover that up. Anyone gonna? Anyone got a comment about that? No, just me. Okay, moving on. Like, what the hell? This is so bad, and nobody's aware of any of this. I, I but like, see, and that's the thing, Sean, is that. Michelle Williams, I feel okay. Even Riz Ahmed, I feel Riz Ahmed played it one hundred percent straight. Like, and to me, like there was a moment when when he's talking to the, the everybody kids. Everybody else does. Everybody well, else does, which tells you that Ruben Fleischer was telling everybody to do one thing, and Tom Hardy and was Tom like, Hardy "Screw this! I know what the, <laughs> I know what this movie needs to be, and I'm going to go do that." And you know what? Tom Hardy was right. Yeah. Well, but see, even Riz Ahmed's performance, I felt like he played it so straight it was funny because there was a part when um, when t- he's talking to the kids and he, they they ask a question, they laugh, he goes, don't laugh at her. Like the way he said it was like I laughed out loud because yeah. I thought it was so funny. Like I almost I, I almost thought it was a tongue-in-cheek almost performance. And I don't think it was, but I, I, I still almost – he said – I don't know. I, I felt like it came across like he was playing it so straight it was – borderline hilarious for and i actually liked rizzo med was fine with me to be honest it was michelle williams and her boyfriend that i really was oh, like God. that was bad like to me michelle williams i don't know what she was doing i'm not sure if that was ruben or her or both or the writing or, or it was a writing obviously but i mean, I mean she was i don't know what else you can do with that like with, with what yeah. she had there that's true but and, and look at the but look at this though i mean Tom Hardy put you said it best. Tom Hardy knows what this movie needed. And maybe that's the problem is that Michelle and Riz and even Fleischer they didn't know what to do with this. So like man, we have this. Tom gets it, but we can't we can't do what what Tom's doing. I don't know. But that's the thing for me is that as long as Eddie Brock and Venom works, the movie works for me. And I think if you're I think that's where people are connecting with it. And the I think, you know, my, my wife and I, we argued with because she thought it was terrible. She thought it was one of the worst movies she's ever seen. And and I and I tried warning her before because we went on, you know, it was a quasi date. And I said, it's going to be terrible. It's getting terrible reviews. I'm going to enjoy it. Probably you will probably won't like it, but let's have fun with it. And she was just like, that was terrible. She that was one of the worst movies ever. Venom was on screen. I I have investment into that character, and that's where it was entertaining for me. And this is where it's. I'll be honest, Sean. I, I don't know how the general audience connected with it because obviously, it, well, we don't know for sure yet. Because yeah, opening weekend doesn't opening tell weekend you. Yes, yeah, exactly. it doesn't tell you if the audience liked it. The second weekend tells we'll you tell if the audience yeah. liked it because that's yeah. going to be whether or not pe- the people who the people who saw it opening weekend typically. I mean. The only way you get news on an opening weekend in terms of what the audience thinks is you get the cinema score, which was a B plus, uh, which is sounds good. It's not that good. Batman v Superman, 
Green Lantern, they got B cinema scores. So a B getting falling out of the A range, not that it's not that great, but B plus obviously is a little bit better than getting a B cinema score. Um, and then what Venom didn't do is we didn't see that the movie fall off a cliff on Saturday and Sunday. It still held pretty well mm. for its Saturday and Sunday. But the big test is you look at weekend number two. So I think anything any drop in any drop that's maybe 63% or less is probably okay for Venom. You start getting farther than that, especially if it ends up being more than a 65% drop, then yeah, that's a pretty good indication that the audience maybe didn't dig it quite so much. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. But I but here's where I'm going to say, at least in the theater that I was, and I was in a 21 and over theater, okay? Um, when I, so, you know, watching, and I want to make this very clear. I did enjoy Venom. I enjoyed it way more than Sean did, people. And But I'm also going to acknowledge what Sean says because Sean's, I mean, to me, he's right that it's not, it's not a good movie at all. But again, my investment with the characters, what paid off. And I thought the interactions between, or the what, what Tom Hardy did with Eddie Brock and the Venom character was 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 some not, I wouldn't say it was 100% comic accurate, but it worked enough to me where it brought me back to be like, oh man, they this they're actually doing Venom on the screen. I, mean, I I loved Venom too as a kid, and and so certainly right. I was I'm happy to see Venom, and I was disappointed by Spider Man three, like a lot of us were, <laughs> like oh crap, yes. we finally get Venom, and this is what we get. Mm-hmm. And I, look, I don't think it's all fail with Venom. I mean, oh, it okay. still ultimately is a failing grade. Uh, but that doesn't mean there was no potential here, as I was mentioning in my my opening rant. Uh, <laughs> Tom Hardy is in the right movie. Yes, absolutely. Tom Hardy, especially once he gets the symbiote, even before Venom actually shows up, once he gets the symbiote and we have yep. that back and forth of Venom being inside his head, Tom Hardy is doing the movie that I think was this movie's only chance to be somewhat legitimately good which is B-movie horror comedy. And there is a self-awareness to Tom Hardy's performance at that point and for, through the end of the film that no one else in the movie has. Uh, and that's disappointing because I think if Tom Hardy was backed up, if the rest of the movie was as self-aware as Tom Hardy, the rest of the actors, if the script, the direction by Ruben Fleischer, uh, if all of that had the same self-awareness as Tom Hardy, this would have been a much, I think this would be a much, much, much better movie. Not saying it would go all the way to being an all-time great, but it could have at least been a solid and entertaining movie. But unfortunately, Tom Hardy is kind of on an island. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. He's stranded there. And it doesn't give me any pleasure to criticize Ruben Fleischer because I have to admit that I was wrong about Ruben Fleischer. I thought this guy would be able to do a terrific job with this movie. I was skeptical, as most were, when we found out that Sony was going to make a Venom movie without Spider-Man. But then Ruben Fleischer was hired, and you can go back to the superhero news show when Mark and Hughes and I talked about that. I said, I like this guy. I really like Zombieland. That was a really fun movie. And Ruben Fleischer has been on the shortlist for comic book movies. He was on the shortlist for Guardians before it went to James Gunn. He was on the shortlist for Suicide Squad before it went to David Ayer and then James Gunn. <laughs> but then, like, he was there. He was kind of like the bridesmaid for a couple of big superhero movies. Bridesmaid. And he finally got one. 
And so I was excited for him, and I thought he was a guy who could who could hand in something really great. And it's never one person's fault, even the director, so I'm not saying it's all on him, but it's there's got to be a good chunk of this that goes his way. And as I said, it's disappointing for me to say that because I feel like I was wrong about the guy and his potential as a director in this genre because he really didn't do a good job with this. So much of this movie feels lifeless uh, outside of Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy is given his all, and it may not all be good, but there's effort every single step of the way. There's risk every single step of the way. There's no risk being taken anywhere else in the film, and that's not to say these movies have to take risks, but there's no energy put into anything else in this film. Michelle Williams, wasted. Wasted. Riz Ahmed, wasted. You can't have these great actors. And this was the thing that I I thought for a long time, the script for Venom must be one of the most amazing scripts ever <laughs> because Michelle Williams is actually doing a comic book movie. She must have read something that was so awesome. And now I have no idea what she saw in this. No idea <laughs> whatsoever. Her character is garbage. There is nothing to her character. She's mad that Eddie that Eddie Brock looked at her emails. Yeah, is anybody going to ask her why she's so upset about the or why she thinks she's so sanctimonious or can be so self righteous about that? When oh, I don't know, she's defending a guy who's murdering homeless people. Oh, I don't work for him. I just work for the firm that works for him, and I'm fully aware that he's murdering homeless people, and I'm just helping him cover that up. Anyone gonna anyone got a comment about that? No, just me. Okay, moving on. <laughs> what the hell? This is so bad. <laughs> Nobody's aware of any of this. I, I, but like, see, and that's the thing, Sean, is that Michelle Williams, I feel, okay, even Riz Ahmed, I feel Riz Ahmed played it 100% straight. Like, and to me, like, there was a moment when, when he's talking to the, the everybody kids. Everybody else does. Everybody well, else does, which tells you that Ruben Fleischer was telling everybody to do one thing. And Tom Hardy was like, Hardy screw this. I know, what the, <laughs> I know what this movie needs to be, and I'm going to go do that. And you know what? Tom Hardy was right. Yeah. Well, but see, even Riz Ahmed's performance, I felt like he played it so straight it was funny because there was a part when, um, when the, he's talking to the kids, and he, they, they ask a question, they laugh. He goes, don't laugh at her. Like the way he said it was like I laughed out loud because yeah. I thought it was so funny. Like I almost, I, I almost thought it was a tongue-in-cheek almost performance and i don't think it was but i i still almost he said i don't know i i felt like it came across like he was playing it so straight it was borderline hilarious for and i actually liked riz ahmed was fine with me to be honest it was michelle williams and her boyfriend that i really was like that was bad like to me michelle williams i don't know what she was doing i'm not sure if that was ruben or her or both or the writing or or it was a writing obviously but i mean mean, she was i don't know what else you can do with that, like with, with what yeah. she had there. That's true. But, in, and look at the, but look at this though. I mean, l- Tom Hardy put, you said it best. Tom Hardy knows what, what this movie needed. And maybe that's the problem is that Michelle Venom was on screen. I, I have investment into that character and that's where it was entertaining for me. And this is where it's I'll be honest, Sean, I don't know how the general audience connected with it because obviously, well, we don't know for sure yet because opening weekend doesn't tell you. Yeah. It doesn't tell you if the audience liked it. The second weekend tells you if the audience liked it because that's going to be whether or not the people who, the people who saw it 
opening weekend typically i mean the only way you get news on an opening weekend in terms of what the audience thinks is you get the cinema score which was a b plus uh which is sounds good it's not that good batman v superman green lantern they got b cinema scores so a b getting falling out of the a range not that it's not that great but b plus obviously is a little bit better than getting a b cinema score um, and then what Venom didn't do is we didn't see that the movie fall off a cliff on Saturday and Sunday. It still held pretty well mm. for Saturday and Sunday. But the big test is you look at weekend number two. So I think anything, any drop in any drop that's maybe 63% or less is probably okay for Venom. You start getting farther than that, especially if it ends up being more than a 65% drop, then yeah, that's a pretty good indication that the audience maybe didn't dig it quite so much. Yeah, and and that's the thing. But I but here's where I'm going to say, at least in the theater that I was, and I was in a 21 and over theater. Okay, um, when I so you know watching, and I want to make this very clear, I did enjoy Venom. I enjoyed it way more than Sean did, people. And but I'm also going to acknowledge what Sean says because Sean's, I mean, to me, he's right that it's not it's not a good movie at all. But again, my investment with the characters what paid off, and I thought the interactions between or the what what Tom Hardy did with Eddie Brock and the Venom character was, was, was some, not, I wouldn't say it was hundred percent comic accurate, but it worked enough to me where it brought me back to be like, Oh man, they, this, they're actually doing Venom on the screen. I, mean, I, I loved Venom too as a kid. And, and so certainly right. I was, I'm happy to see Venom and I was disappointed by Spider-Man three. Like a lot of us were <laughs> like, Oh crap, yes. we finally get Venom and this is what we get. Mm-hmm. And I, look, I don't think it's all fail with Venom. I mean, oh, it okay. still ultimately is a failing grade, uh, but that doesn't mean there was no potential here. As I was mentioning in my, my opening rant, uh, <laughs> Tom Hardy is in the right movie. Yes, absolutely. Tom Hardy, especially once he gets the symbiote, even before Venom actually shows up, once he gets the symbiote and we have yep. that back and forth of Venom being inside his head, Tom Hardy is doing the movie that I think was this movie's only chance to be somewhat legitimately good which is b-movie horror comedy and there is a self-awareness to tom hardy's performance at that point and for through the end of the film that no one else in the movie has uh and that's disappointing because i think if tom hardy was backed up if the rest of the movie was as self-aware as Tom Hardy, the rest of the actors, if the script, the direction by Ruben Fleischer, uh, if all of that had the same self-awareness as Tom Hardy, this would have been a much, I think this would be a much, much, much better movie. Not saying it would go all the way to being an all-time great, but it could have at least been a solid and entertaining movie. But unfortunately, Tom Hardy is kind of on an island. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. He's stranded there. And it doesn't give me any pleasure to criticize Ruben Fleischer because I have to admit that I was wrong about Ruben Fleischer. I thought this guy would be able to do a terrific job with this movie. I was skeptical, as most were, when we found out that Sony was going to make a Venom movie without Spider-Man. But then Ruben Fleischer was hired, and you can go back to the superhero news show when Mark and Hughes and I talked about that. I said, I like this guy. I really like Zombieland. That was a really fun movie. And Ruben Fleischer has been on the short list for comic book movies. He was on the short list for Guardians before it went to James Gunn. He was on the short list for Suicide Squad before it went to David Ayer and then James Gunn. 
but then like he was there he was kind of like the bridesmaid for a couple of big superhero movies and he finally got one and so i was excited for him and i thought he was a guy who could who could hand in something really great and it's never one person's fault even the director so i'm not saying it's all on him but it's there's got to be a good chunk of this that goes his way and as I said, it's disappointing for me to say that because I feel like I was wrong about the guy and his potential as a director in this genre because he really didn't do a good job with this. So much of this movie feels lifeless uh, outside of Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy is given his all. And it may not all be good, but there's effort every single step of the way. There's risk every single step of the way. There's no risk being taken anywhere else in the film. And that's not to say these movies have to take risk, but there's no energy put into anything else in this film. Michelle Williams, wasted. Wasted. Riz Ahmed, wasted. You can't have these great actors. And this was the thing that I, I thought for a long time, the script for Venom, must be one of the most amazing scripts ever because <laughs> Michelle Williams is actually doing a comic book movie. She must have read something that was so awesome, and now I have no idea what she saw in this. No idea <laughs> whatsoever. Her character is garbage. There is nothing to her character. She's mad that Eddie, that Eddie Brock looked at her emails. Yeah, is anybody going to ask her why she's so upset about the, or why she thinks she's so sanctimonious or can be so self-righteous about that when, oh, I don't know, she's defending a guy who's murdering homeless people? Oh, I don't work for him. I just work for the firm that works for him, and I'm fully aware that he's murdering homeless people, and I'm just helping him cover that up. Anyone gonna? Anyone got a comment about that? No, just me? Okay, moving on. Like, what the hell? This is so bad. And nobody's aware of any of this. I, I, but like, see, and that's the thing, Sean, is that Michelle Williams, I feel, okay, even Riz Ahmed, I feel Riz Ahmed played it 100% straight. Like, and to me, like, there was a moment when, when he's talking to the, the everybody kids. Everybody else does. Everybody well, else does, which tells you that Ruben Fleischer was telling everybody to do one thing. And Tom Hardy was like, screw this. I know what this this movie needs to be, and I'm going to go do that. And you know what? Tom Hardy was right. Yeah. Well, see, even Riz Ahmed's performance, I felt like he played it so straight it was funny because there was a part when um, when he's talking to the kids, and they they ask a question, they laugh. He goes, don't laugh at her. Like the way he said it was like I laughed out loud because I thought it was so funny. Like I almost almost thought it was a tongue-in-cheek – almost performance and i don't think it was but i i still almost he said i don't know i i felt like it came across like he was playing it so straight it was borderline hilarious for and i actually liked riz ahmed was fine with me to be honest it was michelle williams and her boyfriend that i really was like that was bad like to me michelle williams i don't know what she was doing i'm not sure if that was ruben or her or both or the writing or or it was a writing obviously but i mean mean, she was i don't know what else you can do with that, like with, with what yeah. she had there. That's true. But in, and look at the, but look at this though. I mean, l- Tom Hardy put, you said it best. Tom Hardy knows what, what this movie needed. And maybe that's the problem is that Michelle and Riz and even Fleischer, they didn't know what to do with this. So like, man, we have this, Tom gets it, but we can't, we can't do what, what Tom's doing. I don't know. But that's the thing for me is that as long as Eddie Brock and Venom works, the movie works for me. And I think if you're, 
I think that's where people are connecting with it. And the, I think, you know, my, my wife and I, we argued with, cause she thought it was terrible. She thought it was one of the worst movies she's ever seen. And, and I, and I tried warning her before cause we went on, you know, it was a quasi date and I said, it's going to be terrible. It's getting terrible reviews. I'm going to enjoy it. Probably you will probably won't like it, but just have fun with it. And she was just like, that was terrible. She said, that was one of the worst movies ever. Venom was on screen. I I have investment into that character. And that's where it was entertaining for me. And this is where it's, I'll be honest, Sean, I, I don't know how the general audience connected with it because obviously, it, well, we don't know for sure yet because yeah, opening weekend doesn't opening tell weekend you. Yes, yeah, exactly. it doesn't tell you if the audience liked it. The second weekend tells we'll you tell if the audience yeah. liked it because that's yeah. going to be whether or not pe- the people who, the people who saw it, Opening weekend, typically, I mean, the only way you get news on an opening weekend in terms of what the audience thinks is you get the cinema score, which was a B plus, uh, which is sounds good. It's not that good. Batman v Superman, Green Lantern, they got B cinema scores. So a B getting falling out of the A range, not that it's not that great, but B plus obviously is a little bit better than getting a B cinema score. Um, and then what Venom didn't do is we didn't see that the movie fall off a cliff on Saturday and Sunday. It still held pretty well mm. for Saturday and Sunday. But the big test is you look at weekend number two. So I think anything, any drop in any drop that's maybe 63% or less is probably okay for Venom. You start getting farther than that, especially if it ends up being more than a 65% drop, then yeah, that's a pretty good indication that the audience maybe didn't dig it quite so much. Yeah, and and that's the thing. But I but here's where I'm going to say, at least in the theater that I was, and I was in a 21 and over theater. Okay, um, when I so you know watching, and I want to make this very clear, I did enjoy Venom. I enjoyed it way more than Sean did, people. And but I'm also going to acknowledge what Sean says because Sean's. I mean, to me, he's right that it's not it's not a good movie at all. But again, my investment with the character is what paid off, and I thought the interactions between or the what what Tom Hardy did with Eddie Brock and the Venom character was 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 some not, I wouldn't say it was 100% comic accurate but it worked enough to me where it brought me back to be like oh man they this they're, they're actually doing Venom on the screen I, mean, I I loved Venom too as a kid and and so certainly right. I was I'm happy to see Venom and I was disappointed by Spider-Man 3 like a lot of us were <laughs> like oh crap yes. we finally get Venom and this is what we get mm-hmm. and I, look I don't think it's all fail with Venom. I mean, oh, it okay. still ultimately is a failing grade, uh, but that doesn't mean there was no potential here. As I was mentioning in my, my opening rant, uh, <laughs> Tom Hardy is in the right movie. Yes, absolutely. Tom Hardy, especially once he gets the symbiote, even before Venom actually shows up, once he gets the symbiote and we have yep. that back and forth of Venom being inside his head, Tom Hardy is doing the movie that I think was this movie's only chance to be somewhat legitimately good which is b-movie horror comedy and there is a self-awareness to tom hardy's performance at that point and for through the end of the film that no one else in the movie has uh and that's disappointing because i think if tom hardy was backed up if the rest of the movie was as self-aware as Tom Hardy, the rest of the actors, if the script, the direction by Ruben Fleischer, uh, if all of that had the same self-awareness as Tom Hardy, this would have been a much, I think this would be a much, much, much better movie. Not saying it would go all the way to being an all-time great, but it could have at least been a solid and entertaining movie. 
but unfortunately Tom Hardy is kind of on an island. <laughs> like he's yeah, every, that, yeah. Every, he's stranded there and it doesn't give me any pleasure to criticize Ruben Fleischer because I have to admit that I was wrong about Ruben Fleischer. I thought this guy would be able to do a terrific job with this movie. I was skeptical as most were when we found out that Sony was going to make a Venom movie without Spider-Man. But then Ruben Fleischer was hired, and you can go back to the superhero news show when Mark Hughes and I talked about that. I said, I like this guy. I really like Zombieland. That was a really fun movie. And Ruben Fleischer has been on the short list for comic book movies. He was on the short list for Guardians before it went to James Gunn. He was on the short list for Suicide Squad before it went to David Ayer and then James Gunn. <laughs> but then, like, he was there. He was kind of like the bridesmaid for a couple of big superhero movies. Bridesmaid. And he finally got one. And so I was excited for him. And I thought he was a guy who could who could hand in something really great. And it's never one person's fault, even the director. So I'm not saying it's all on him. But it's there's got to be a good chunk of this that goes his way. And as I said, it's disappointing for me to say that because I feel like I was wrong about the guy and his potential as a director in this genre because he really didn't do a good job with this. So much of this movie feels lifeless uh, outside of Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy is given his all. And it may not all be good, but there's effort every single step of the way. There's risk every single step of the way. There's no risk being taken anywhere else in the film. And that's not to say these movies have to take risks, but there's no energy put into anything else in this film. Michelle Williams, wasted. Wasted. Riz Ahmed, wasted. You can't have these great actors. And this was the thing that I, I thought for a long time, the script for Venom must be one of the most amazing scripts ever (laughs) because Michelle Williams is actually doing a comic book movie. She must have read something that was so awesome. And now I have no idea what she saw in this. No idea whatsoever. Her character is garbage. There is nothing to her character. She's mad that Eddie that Eddie Brock looked at her emails. Yeah, is anybody going to ask her why she's so upset about the or why she thinks she's so sanctimonious or can be so self righteous about that? When oh, I don't know. She's defending a guy who's murdering homeless people. Oh, I don't work for him. I just work for the firm that works for him, and I'm fully aware that he's murdering homeless people, and I'm just helping him cover that up. Anyone gonna? Anyone got a comment about that? No, just me. Okay, moving on. Like, what the hell? This is so bad, and nobody's aware of any of this. I. I but like, see, and that's the thing, Sean, is that. Michelle Williams, I feel okay. Even Riz Ahmed, I feel Riz Ahmed played it one hundred percent straight. Like, and to me, like there was a moment when when he's talking to the, the everybody kids. Everybody else does. Everybody well, else does, which tells you that Ruben Fleischer was telling everybody to do one thing, and Tom Hardy was like, Hardy "Screw this! I know what the, <laughs> I know what this movie needs to be, and I'm going to go do that." And you know what? Tom Hardy was right. Yeah. Well, but see, even Riz Ahmed's performance, I felt like he played it so straight it was funny because there was a part when um, when the t- he's talking to the kids and he, they they ask a question, they laugh, he goes, don't laugh at her. Like the way he said it was like I laughed out loud because yeah. I thought it was so funny. Like I almost I, I almost thought it was a tongue-in-cheek almost performance. And I don't think it was, but I, I, I still almost – he said – I don't know. I, I felt like it came across like he was playing it so straight it was – borderline hilarious for and i actually liked riz ahmed was fine with me to be honest it was michelle williams and her boyfriend that i really was oh, like God. 
that was bad. Like to me, Michelle Williams, I don't know what she was doing. I'm not sure if that was Ruben or her or both or the writing or, or it was a writing, obviously. But I mean, I mean she was. I don't know what else you can do with that, like with, with what yeah. she had there. That's true. But in, in look at the but look at this, though. I mean, l- Tom Hardy put you said it best. Tom Hardy knows what this movie needed. And maybe that's the problem is that Michelle and Riz and even Fleischer, they didn't know what to do with this. So like, man, we have this. Tom gets it, but we can't we can't do what what Tom's doing. I don't know. But that's the thing for me is that as long as Eddie Brock and Venom works, the movie works for me. And I think if you're I think that's where people are connecting with it. And the I think, you know, my, my wife and I, we argued with because she thought it was terrible. She thought it was one of the worst movies she's ever seen. And and I and I tried warning her before because we went on, you know, it was a quasi date. And I said, it's going to be terrible. It's getting terrible reviews. I'm going to enjoy it. Probably you will probably won't like it, but let's have fun with it. And she was just like, that was terrible. She said, that was one of the worst movies ever. Venom was on screen. I I have investment into that character. And that's where it was entertaining for me. And this is where it's, I'll be honest, Sean, I, I don't know how the general audience connected with it because obviously, it, well, we don't know for sure yet because yeah, opening weekend doesn't opening tell weekend you, diff- yes, yeah, exactly. it doesn't tell you if the audience liked it. The second weekend tells we'll you tell if the audience yeah. liked it because that's yeah. going to be whether or not pe- the people who, the people who saw it, Opening weekend, typically, I mean, the only way you get news on an opening weekend in terms of what the audience thinks is you get the cinema score, which was a B plus, uh, which is sounds good. It's not that good. Batman v Superman, Green Lantern, they got B cinema scores. So a B getting falling out of the A range, not that it's not that great, but B plus obviously is a little bit better than getting a B cinema score. Um, and then what Venom didn't do is we didn't see that the movie fall off a cliff on Saturday and Sunday. It still held pretty well mm. for Saturday and Sunday. But the big test is you look at weekend number two. So I think anything any drop in any drop that's maybe sixty three percent or less is probably okay for Venom. You start getting farther than that, especially if it ends up being more than a sixty five percent drop, then yeah, that's a pretty good indication that the audience maybe didn't dig it quite so much. Yeah, and and that's the thing. But I but here's where I'm going to say, at least in the theater that I was, and I was in a 21 and over theater. Okay, um, when I so you know watching, and I want to make this very clear, I did enjoy Venom. I enjoyed it way more than Sean did, people. And but I'm also going to acknowledge what Sean says because Sean's, I mean, to me, he's right that it's not it's not a good movie at all. But again, my investment with the characters what paid off, and I thought the interactions between or the what what Tom Hardy did with Eddie Brock and the Venom character was 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 some not, I wouldn't say it was 100% comic accurate but it worked enough to me where it brought me back to be like oh man they this they're actually doing Venom on the screen I, mean, I I loved Venom too as a kid and and so certainly right. I was I'm happy to see Venom and I was disappointed by Spider-Man 3 like a lot of us were <laughs> like oh crap yes. we finally get Venom and this is what we get mm-hmm. and Look, I don't think it's all fail with Venom. I mean, it still ultimately is a failing grade, uh, but that doesn't mean there was no potential here. As I was mentioning in my my opening rant, uh, (laughs) Tom Hardy is in the right movie. Yes, absolutely. Tom Hardy, especially once he gets the symbiote, even before Venom actually shows up, once he gets the symbiote and we have that back and forth of Venom being inside his head, Tom Hardy 
is doing the movie that I think was this movie's only chance to be somewhat legitimately good, which is B-movie horror comedy. And there is a self-awareness to Tom Hardy's performance at that point and for, through the end of the film that no one else in the movie has. Uh, and that's disappointing because I think if Tom Hardy was backed up, if the rest of the movie was as self-aware as Tom Hardy, the rest of the actors, if the script, the direction by Ruben Fleischer, uh, if all of that had the same self-awareness as Tom Hardy, this would have been a much, I think this would be a much, much, much better movie. Not saying it would go all the way to being an all-time great, but it could have at least been a solid and entertaining movie. But unfortunately, Tom Hardy is kind of on an island. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. He's stranded there. And it doesn't give me any pleasure to criticize Ruben Fleischer because I have to admit that I was wrong about Ruben Fleischer. I thought this guy would be able to do a terrific job with this movie. I was skeptical, as most were, when we found out that Sony was going to make a Venom movie without Spider-Man. But then Ruben Fleischer was hired, and you can go back to the superhero news show when Mark McHughes and I talked about that. I said, I like this guy. I really like Zombieland. That was a really fun movie. And Ruben Fleischer has been on the short list for comic book movies. He was on the short list for Guardians before it went to James Gunn. He was on the short list for Suicide Squad before it went to David Ayer and then James Gunn. <laughs> but then, like, he was there. He was kind of like the bridesmaid for a couple of big superhero movies. Bridesmaid. And he finally got one. And so I was excited for him. And I thought he was a guy who could who could hand in something really great. And it's never one person's fault, even the director. So I'm not saying it's all on him. But it's there's got to be a good chunk of this that goes his way. And as I said, it's disappointing for me to say that because I feel like I was wrong about the guy and his potential as a director in this genre because he really didn't do a good job with this. So much of this movie feels lifeless uh, outside of Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy is given his all. And it may not all be good, but there's effort every single step of the way. There's risk every single step of the way. There's no risk being taken anywhere else in the film. And that's not to say these movies have to take risks, but there's no energy put into anything else in this film. Michelle Williams, Oof. wasted. Oof. Wasted. Riz Ahmed, Oof. wasted. You can't have these great actors. And this was the thing that I, I thought for a long time, the script for Venom, must be one of the most amazing scripts ever because <laughs> Michelle Williams is actually doing a comic book movie. She must have read something that was so awesome, and now I have no idea what she saw in this. No idea <laughs> whatsoever. Her character is garbage. There is nothing to her character. She's mad that Eddie, that Eddie Brock looked at her emails. Yeah, is anybody going to ask her why she's so upset about the, or why she thinks she's so sanctimonious or can be so self-righteous about that when, oh, I don't know, she's defending a guy who's murdering homeless people? Oh, I don't work for him. I just work for the firm that works for him, and I'm fully aware that he's murdering homeless people, and I'm just helping him cover that up. Anyone gonna? Anyone got a comment about that? No, just me? Okay, moving on. <laughs> what the hell? This is so bad. And nobody's aware of any of this. But see, and that's the thing, Sean, is that Michelle Williams, I feel, okay, even Riz Ahmed, I feel Riz Ahmed played it 100% straight. Like, and to me, like, there was a moment when when he's talking to the the kids. Everybody else does. Everybody else does, which tells you that Ruben Fleischer was telling everybody to do one thing, 
And Tom Hardy was like, screw this. I know what (laughs) I know what this movie needs to be. And I'm going to go do that. And you know what? Tom Hardy was right. Yeah. Well, see, even Riz Ahmed's performance, I felt like he played it so straight. It was funny because there was a part when um, when he's talking to the kids and they they ask a question, they laugh. He goes, don't laugh at her. Like the way he said it was like I laughed out loud. Yeah. Because I thought it was so funny. Like I almost, I, I almost thought it was a tongue-in-cheek, almost performance. And I don't think it was, but I, I, I still almost. He said, I don't know. I, I felt like it came across like he was playing it so straight. It was borderline hilarious. For and I actually liked Riz Ahmed was fine with me to be honest. It was Michelle Williams and her boyfriend that I really was oh, like. God. That was bad. Like to me, Michelle Williams. I don't know what she was doing. I'm not sure if that was Ruben or her or both or the writing or, or it was a writing obviously, but. I mean, I mean, she was. I don't know what else you can do with that, like with with what yeah. she had there. That's true, but and, and look at the, but look at this though. I mean, l- Tom Hardy put. You said it best. Tom Hardy knows what, what this movie needed, and maybe that's the problem: is that Michelle and Riz and even Fleischer, they didn't know what to do with this. So like, man, we have this, Tom gets it, but we can't, we can't do what, what Tom's doing. I don't know. But that's the thing for me is that as long as Eddie Brock and Venom works, the movie works for me. And I think if you're, I think that's where people are connecting with it. And the, I think, you know, my, my wife and I, we argued with, cause she thought it was terrible. She thought it was one of the worst movies she's ever seen. And, and I, and I tried warning her before because we went on, you know, it was a quasi date and I said, it's going to be terrible. It's getting terrible reviews. I'm going to enjoy it. Probably you will probably won't like it, but just have fun with it. And she was just like, that was terrible. She said, that was one of the worst movies ever. Venom was on screen. I, I have investment into that character and that's where it was entertaining for me. And this is where it's, I'll be honest, Sean, I I don't know how the general audience connected with it because obviously, well, we don't know for sure yet because opening weekend doesn't tell you, yeah, it doesn't tell you if the audience liked it. The second weekend tells you if the audience liked it because that's going to be whether or not the people who, the people who saw it opening weekend typically, I mean, the only way you get news on an opening weekend in terms of what the audience thinks is you get the cinema score, which was a B plus, uh, which is, Sounds good. It's not that good. Batman v Superman, Green Lantern, they got B cinema scores. So a B getting falling out of the A range, not that it's not that great, but B plus obviously is a little bit better than getting a B cinema score. Um, and then what Venom didn't do is we didn't see that the movie fall off a cliff on Saturday and Sunday. It still held pretty well mm. for its Saturday and Sunday. But the big test is you look at weekend number two. So I think. Anything, any drop in any drop that's maybe sixty three percent or less is probably okay for Venom. You start getting farther than that, especially if it ends up being more than a sixty five percent drop, then yeah, that's a pretty good indication that the audience maybe didn't dig it quite so much. Yeah, and and that's the thing. But I but here's where I'm going to say, at least in the theater that I was, and I was in a twenty one and over theater. Okay, um, when I so you know watching, and I want to make this very clear. I did enjoy Venom. I enjoyed it way more than Sean did, people. And but I am also going to acknowledge what Sean says because Sean's. I mean, to me, he's right that it's not. It's not a good movie at all. But again, my investment with the character is what paid off. And I thought the interactions between or the what what Tom Hardy did with 
Eddie Brock and the Venom character was 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 some not, I wouldn't say it was 100% comic accurate, but it worked enough to me where it brought me back to be like, oh man, they this they're, they're actually doing Venom on the screen. I, mean, I I loved Venom too as a kid, and and so certainly right. I was I'm happy to see Venom, and I was disappointed by Spider Man Three, like a lot of us were, <laughs> of like oh crap, yes. we finally get Venom, and this is what we get, mm-hmm. and. Look, I don't think it's all fail with Venom. I mean, it still ultimately is a failing grade, uh, but that doesn't mean there was no potential here, as I was mentioning in my my opening rant. uh, (laughs) Tom Hardy is in the right movie. Yes, absolutely. Tom Hardy, especially once he gets the symbiote, even before Venom actually shows up, once he gets the symbiote and we have that back and forth of Venom being inside his head, Tom Hardy is doing the movie that I think was this movie's only chance to be somewhat legitimately good, which is B-movie horror comedy. And there is a self-awareness to Tom Hardy's performance at that point and for, through the end of the film that no one else in the movie has. Uh, and that's disappointing because I think if Tom Hardy was backed up if the rest of the movie was as self-aware as Tom Hardy, the rest of the actors, if the script, the direction by Ruben Fleischer, uh, if all of that had the same self-awareness as Tom Hardy, this would have been a much, I think this would be a much, much, much better movie. Not saying it would go all the way to being an all-time great, but it could have at least been a solid and entertaining movie. But unfortunately, Tom Hardy is kind of on an island. <laughs> like he's yeah, every, that, yeah. Every, he's stranded there. And it doesn't give me any pleasure to criticize Ruben Fleischer because I have to admit that I was wrong about Ruben Fleischer. I thought this guy would be able to do a terrific job with this movie. I was skeptical, as most were, when we found out that Sony was going to make a Venom movie without Spider-Man. But then Ruben Fleischer was hired, and you can go back to the superhero news show when Mark Hughes and I talked about that. I said, I like this guy. I really like Zombieland. That was a really fun movie. And Ruben Fleischer has been on the short list for comic book movies. He was on the short list for Guardians before it went to James Gunn. He was on the short list for Suicide Squad before it went to David Ayer and then James Gunn. <laughs> but then, like, he was there. He was kind of like the bridesmaid for a couple of big superhero movies. <laughs> and he finally got one. And so I was excited for him. And I thought he was a guy who could who could hand in something really great. And it's never one person's fault, even the director, so I'm not saying it's all on him, but it's there's got to be a good chunk of this that goes his way. And as I said, it's disappointing for me to say that because I feel like I was wrong about the guy and his potential as a director in this genre because he really didn't do a good job with this. So much of this movie feels lifeless uh, outside of Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy is given his all, and it may not all be good, but there's effort every single step of the way. There's risk every single step of the way. There's no risk being taken anywhere else in the film. And that's not to say these movies have to take risk, but there's no energy put into anything else in this film. Michelle Williams, Oof. wasted. Oof. Wasted. Riz Ahmed, Rough. wasted. You can't have these great actors. And this was the thing that I, I thought for a long time, the script for Venom, must be one of the most amazing scripts ever because (laughs) Michelle Williams is actually doing a comic book movie. She must have read something that was so awesome, and now I have no idea what she saw in this. No idea (laughs) whatsoever. Her character is garbage. There is nothing to her character. She's mad that that Eddie Brock looked at her emails. Yeah, 
Is anybody going to ask her why she's so upset about the, or why she thinks she's so sanctimonious or can be so self-righteous about that when, oh, I don't know, she's defending a guy who's murdering homeless people? Oh, I don't work for him. I just work for the firm that works for him, and I'm fully aware that he's murdering homeless people, and I'm just helping him cover that up. Anyone gonna? Anyone got a comment about that? No, just me? Okay, moving on. <laughs> what the hell? This is so bad. <laughs> and nobody's aware of any of it. I, I, but like, see, and that's the thing, Sean, is that Michelle Williams, I feel, okay, even Riz Ahmed, I feel Riz Ahmed played it 100% straight. Like, and to me, like, there was a moment when, when he's talking to the, the everybody kids. Everybody else does. Everybody well, else does, which tells you that Ruben Fleischer was telling everybody to do one thing. And Tom Hardy was like, Hardy "Screw another. this! I know what the, <laughs> I know what this movie needs to be, and I'm gonna go do that." And you know what? Tom Hardy was right. Yeah. Well, but see, even Riz Ahmed's performance, I felt like he played it so straight it was funny because there was a part when um, when t- he's talking to the kids, and he, they they ask a question, they laugh. He goes, "Don't laugh at her!" Like the way he said it was like I laughed out loud because yeah. I thought it was so funny. Like I almost I, I almost thought it was a tongue in cheek almost performance and i don't think it was but i i still almost he said i don't know i i felt like it came across like he was playing it so straight it was borderline hilarious for and i actually liked riz ahmed was fine with me to be honest it was michelle williams and her boyfriend that i really was oh, like God. that was bad like to me michelle williams i don't know what she was doing i'm not sure if that was ruben or her or both or the writing or, or it was a writing obviously but i mean, I mean she was i don't know what else you can do with that, like with, with what yeah. she had there. That's true. But in, in look at the, but look at this though. I mean, l- Tom Hardy put, you said it best. Tom Hardy knows what, what this movie needed. And maybe that's the problem is that Michelle and Riz and even Fleischer, they didn't know what to do with this. So like, man, we have this, Tom gets it, but we can't, we can't do what, what Tom's doing. I don't know. But that's the thing for me is that as long as Eddie Brock and Venom works, the movie works for me. And I think if you're, I think that's where people are connecting with it. And the, I think, you know, my, my wife and I, we argued with, cause she thought it was terrible. She thought it was one of the worst movies she's ever seen. And, and I, and I tried warning her before cause we went on, you know, it was a quasi date and I said, it's going to be terrible. It's getting terrible reviews. I'm going to enjoy it. Probably you will probably won't like it, but let's have fun with it. And she was just like, that was terrible. She said, that was one of the worst movies ever. Venom was on screen. I, I have investment into that character and that's where it was entertaining for me. And this is where it's, I'll be honest, Sean, I, I don't know how the general audience connected with it because obviously, it, well, we don't know for sure yet because yeah, opening weekend doesn't opening tell weekend you, does, yes, yeah, exactly. it doesn't tell you if the audience liked it. The second weekend tells we'll you tell if the audience yeah. liked it because that's yeah. going to be whether or not pe- the people who the people who saw it opening weekend typically i mean the only way you get news on an opening weekend in terms of what the audience thinks is you get the cinema score which was a b plus uh which is sounds good it's not that good batman v superman green lantern they got b cinema scores so a b getting falling out of the a range not that it's not that great but B plus obviously is a little bit better than getting a B cinema score. Um, and then what Venom didn't do is we didn't see that the movie fall off a cliff on Saturday and Sunday. It still held pretty well mm. for Saturday and Sunday. But the big test is you look at weekend number two. So I think 
anything any drop in any drop that's maybe 63% or less is probably okay for Venom. You start getting farther than that, especially if it ends up being more than a 65% drop, then yeah, that's a pretty good indication that the audience maybe didn't dig it quite so much. Yeah, and and that's the thing. But I but here's where I'm going to say at least in the theater that I was and I was in a 21 and over theater, okay? Um when I so you know watching and I want to make this very clear, I did enjoy Venom. I enjoyed it way more than Sean did, people. And but I am also going to acknowledge what Sean says because Sean's. I mean, to me, he's right that it's not it's not a good movie at all. But again, my investment with the characters what paid off, and I thought the interactions between or the what what Tom Hardy did with Eddie Brock and the Venom character was 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 some not, I wouldn't say it was 100% comic accurate but it worked enough to me where it brought me back to be like oh man they this they're actually doing Venom on the screen I, mean, I I loved Venom too as a kid and and so certainly right. I was I'm happy to see Venom and I was disappointed by Spider-Man 3 like a lot of us were <laughs> like oh crap yes. we finally get Venom and this is what we get mm-hmm. and I, look I don't think it's all fail with Venom. I mean, oh, it okay. still ultimately is a failing grade, uh, but that doesn't mean there was no potential here. As 